0: You're listening to the O-Shift Audio Blog, hosted by Jennifer Powers and Mark Tucker. A weekly boost for shift heads all across the world.
1: Welcome to the O-Shift Audio Blog. This is Mark Tucker. And Jennifer Powers. Well, happy holidays to all of you out there. And
0: happy, o- holidays. Oh, nice. happy holidays. Happy holidays. <laughs>
1: I can't say Merry Christmas. Jen says I can't say no, that. You
0: can say it. I'll just add on happy holidays. Nice. Yeah. Okay.
1: Very mm-hmm. good. And of course... Uh, many of you have taken us up on our offer. Uh, th- this time of year, we have our books at a special.
0: Deal, yeah, right? it's a holiday give a shift special, <laughs> where you get to sprinkle shift little shift sprinkles oh, all dear. around your friends and family and yourself. By purchasing a dozen, you save twenty-four dollars off the regularly low, low price of one forty-four. Right now, you get them for one twenty. Nice math. So that's ten dollars a book. Really broke instead it. of fifteen.
1: It is. You really broke out the abacus for that one. Didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Well, hopefully you are all set for whatever holiday that you celebrate. This <laughs> whatever time that of may year. be, I'm excited as always.
0: Mm-hmm. I love the holidays. Yeah, me too.
1: And of course, uh, yeah, I've been busy signing you up, Jennifer Powers, for speaking this next year. A lot of meeting planners get a big jump on it. Heck, we got um, all the way into next October. We've got some um, gigs lined up, and if you want to have Jen at your conference or training. You can email me at mark at com and, and we can have a conversation how you can do that. Bring Jen's OSHIFT keynote to your folks, and uh, so many people are doing that, and that's a lot of fun. Are you, are you enjoying yourself? Yeah, it's
0: going to be a busy 2018, that's for sure. It is
1: going to be very busy, and sometimes you do your coaching, but um, mostly it's the OSHIFT keynote.
0: Yes. Lots
1: of fun, lots of fun. Indeed. All right, so two weeks ago, we uh, started a conversation. Um, Jen, you had begun uh, telling me about a book that you have been reading about sort of the power of the subconscious mind. And so if you haven't heard mm-hmm. the, the, the uh, podcast from or audio blog from two weeks ago, maybe start there and come back to this one. But you said there was a part two to this.
0: Well, I, I didn't want to leave it um, dangling, so mm-hmm. to speak. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to bring to the table the idea of these messages that our conscious mind gives our subconscious mind. There's a part of the book that talks about how we can we have auto suggested them to ourselves we've told ourselves certain stories or things about ourselves that the subconscious mind has listened to and they're therefore responded to do
1: you mean f- verbally we've told Yeah ourselves? like i'm
0: fat or oh i can't okay. or i'm not good at math or my life sucks
1: I, is it me telling myself that yeah. story or is other people kind well of the first part
0: in? is there's auto-suggestion. oh i see which is you telling yourself right stories that don't serve you or statements that um, your subconscious mind listens to and therefore reacts to um, that aren't positive. Yeah. But then there's the hetero suggestion. Okay. I don't know why it's called that. Hetero must mean from someone else, whatever. Probably. And um, the hetero suggestion, according to this book, is those suggestions or stories or quote-unquote truths that were given to us in our youth that we grabbed onto our subconscious right. listened to because
1: we, we, we might've been kind of in a susceptible state and, and that's we all would. were. Okay.
0: We didn't know as mm-hmm. kids that we had free will to allow that message to come into our subconscious mm-hmm. or not. We just let it all in.
1: So like when a kid, uh, if a kid said, uh, you know, you said I had big ears and I'm like, mm-hmm. that's the first time I've ever heard that. Yeah. I probably don't have big ears mm-hmm. yet. I, I was formative and I allowed that in because I didn't know otherwise.
0: That's right. Because I don't know what, at what age they didn't talk about that, but, okay. um, there is a certain point where you recognize that you have free will. You're not as formative, mm-hmm. formative, yeah, the guess. formative years pass right? and you recognize, and some people I think recognize it earlier than later. I recognized it way later mm-hmm. than I think a lot of people, right. but you can say, Hmm. That's interesting and I'm not going to let that in. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let my the gatekeeper. Yep right? Be on guard and protect my subconscious from that. Okay. Because if I let it in, I'm going to walk around wearing hats. My hair is going to be longer than I want it to be. I'm going to be self-conscious. I'm not going to go swimming because my ears are going to pop out, right?
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Start swimming (laughs) with my ears. You'd be surprised how much speed I can get going.
0: (laughs) I mean, imagine, I remember one client of mine, she told me that the reason she doesn't um, laugh is because her mother told her that her smile yeah. wasn't pretty. Oh. And so she just never smiled, and that just translated into never laughing. Oh. So she became this really serious person, even though she loved to laugh. Golly. It was this suggestion right. that made her think it was unsafe.
1: Okay, so you talked about um, getting to a, a place where we we know we can like shut some of that out. But doesn't it seem like some of those... Uh, suggestions were made before that that we're vulnerable to now. They they've become part of our story. So like literally, you know, I you know, I've convinced myself I probably don't have big ears, mm-hmm. but somebody for whatever reason says an flippant ear mm-hmm. comment, and I'm like, oh my god, it's my ears, yeah, you know? Yeah. So we still suffer from these imprints that were made when we were kids.
0: Okay, so yes, we can unless we recognize it as the imprint that was put there by someone else and we use our free will. Once we discover that we use our free will to say, okay, I'm not going to make that. I'm not going to emphasize or support that imprint, that story. Okay. So we tell ourselves a different story. So you start saying, um, my ears are lovely. My -hmm. ears are the perfect size for my head. Right. Mm. So verbally, I'm saying
1: this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, because last week we talked about like literally verbalizing some of these, um, and what I found is that um, I had to kind of think about what are like. Sometimes it's not necessarily readily conscious, right? Like we have our we have stories about money, we have stories mm-hmm. about our body, we have stories about you know whether we're sickly or not we have stories Mm -hmm. you know so um you know this could really extend to a lot of different areas of our life so if Mm -hmm. i if i were to like you know talk about the implications for our listeners or for myself it would be like sort of an examination of what stories i might not even know that that's my story Mm -hmm. but i can see this pattern in my life that i've never really identified but it's Oh my gosh, I think that's my story.
0: That's why coaching is so powerful. That's why this is a really important topic for me to know. And it's quite familiar because... Day after day, I hear my clients, I help my clients recognize the story that has been imprinted on their subconscious. And when they realize that that's not their story, that that was given to them, gifted, quote unquote, to them, then they can go, oh, that's why I am the way I am. Right? And therefore, they can then recognize they have free will and choose to continue to allow that to be the story of their subconscious or not. Right. Oh, Mm -hmm. so interesting. It's really awesome. In the book, I talk about uh, the term enculturation. And I think this is actually a part of that enculturation, which is, you know, letting external influences affect the way you show up in life, right? It's like part of your culture, your value system, your family, your upbringing, all of that. And um, this is part of that, the messages that were given to you.
1: You know, and I think about... um you know, positive stories that have become part of our, you know, and maybe yeah. that happened at a formative time. I told you yesterday how I would never, I never missed school. Yeah. And you're like, well, why was that? And I was like, oh, I guess it was because I wasn't sick much. But you know what? I would go to school even if I was sick. It beca- yeah. it, it some Somewhere along the line, I gained a, 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 a positive identity based on my school attendance, so that I would push through. Mm-hmm. You know, it became part of my, and so it carried into my work. I would never miss. You know, That's I, remember, right. I remember going to, to the uh, dressing room when I was a teenager working at a department store and throwing up in a bag and going back out to the floor Good to continue Lord. working. You know, I was oh my god! You know, sort of, sort of. Um, Permeated my work ethic. Yeah. So, I mean, these stories I think uh, can be positive or negative, but it's nice to know that we can actually affect those negative stories and maybe re- that's
0: right. I think there's a lot of people, and you know who you are, who are sickly, literally, physically. Sick, Yeah, because that is the story you tell yourself or the story someone told you. Right. Like you have a weak immune system or, oh, you're not as strong as your sister or, oh, son, you're always sick. Right. Whatever the messages are. And therefore you become that becomes like you're saying a part of your identity. I right. think it was with when I met you that hip pain that I had. Yeah. I was in constant pain and right. it became like part of who I was with you. Right. Because you would, you know, be able to, you know, rub my hip or, you know, ask me how I'm doing. And I had to recognize, wait a minute if my hip gets better, I might not be getting this attention, mm-hmm. right? It was so ingrained. The story of my pain was so ingrained in my subconscious that I had to recognize I had to tell myself a different story mm-hmm. or else I'll always be in pain. Right. You know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. It's awesome. Well, lots of implications here. Uh, hopefully uh, for our listeners, there's something that you can perhaps reflect on. What is this what are those stories that aren't serving you that you might that might go back to even your childhood? Identify them and start rewriting that story and literally saying out loud, like, what's the opposite? What's the story that you want in that area? And start yeah. saying that,
0: yeah. Then the um O Shift Workshop Kit, one of the six modules is self awareness, right. and several of the exercises work you through understanding the stories and the truths that were given to sure, you by others. sure does, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, folks, lots to think about. Excellent.
1: Happy holidays to all of you. Hope it's wonderful, and I hope um, that you, uh, hope we get to see you this next year in 2018.
0: Yes, and in the meantime, you know what to do. Love yourself. Yep. Bye. Thanks for listening. To get your free copy of O-Shift or hear more audio blogs, head over to oshift.com. While there, find out how you can get more involved with the worldwide O-Shift movement.